Happy Friday to you. I am up early today as usual. I got up around 4 a.m. I am so excited. And yes, around 6.30, something amazing happened. And I must admit, I looked outside and I thought it must be Armageddon because everything was bright outside. The sun is shining. <laughs> so no, it's not Armageddon, but the sun is shining, which has been highly unusual where I live for the last couple of weeks for sure. And I just got to say to you, coming from just outside of tropical Toronto, uh, we have only had one week of cold weather so far here <laughs> one week and this weekend is poised to be you know between 40 and 50 degrees for the beginning of february and that has been kind of the norm for the last couple months so hallelujah lord thank you for making the winter tolerable for even if it's just for this guy hey i'm gonna play a song as we get people into the live room if you are listening to the recording of this, uh, you can you can skip forward about five minutes and forty seconds. It's a long one, but it is a good one that you might want to hear. I think it is appropriate for this. And hang on, folks, I, I really think that uh, this is going to be a memorable live show. I just kind of feel it in my bones. I don't know exactly what I'm going to say. That is the truth, but I'm going to say something. Hallelujah. Here is imminence front. And by the way, the definition of imminence is fame or recognized superiority, especially within a particular sphere or profession. Why does that come into play? Because we have a lot of character actors out there. And right now they are the imminence front.
Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Right on, right on, right on. Hey, um, I got a lot of stuff to get to today. Should be fun. Um, should be eye-opening for a lot of people. Uh, but can I just give a little bit of praise to the Lord? And I want to thank you, the Right On Radio community. Uh, really, with thanks in my heart, um, I got my January statistics from the live shows. So that's just the, the live Friday shows that I do on Podbean. Not the other shows, just the live shows from Podbean. And I want to share the statistics with you. First of all, it was a record month revenue-wise. You guys dropping in the chat, you know, I asked for, for $22 to keep the algorithm up, but we blew it out of the water. And I'm just going to read you the real. So uh, $98 in revenue from the chat. I know that sounds small compared to other shows, but man, I'm grateful for it. That's the biggest month I've ever had on here. And so that means it was up on versus last month. So versus, uh, so January versus December, I'm up. 451%. Also, up 210 uh, new listeners versus last month. That is 210 new listeners on the live program. And the engagement with likes and everything else, was up 319%. So when I tell you that those gifts actually really tell Podbean to push the show, the likes and the gifts, I'm not kidding you. Look, it's it's not about the money. The difference between uh, you know, $22 and $98 can be significant for a lot of you. And it looks 50 bucks is 50 bucks to me too, or 70 bucks rather. But um, it's the reach that is most important. And when people find these live shows where I mostly do intel, they will typically listen to some of the other shows. So God bless each and every one of you. And, you know, God says you sow what you reap. And I just pray you are sowing it in the kingdom. It's not for Jeff. It's for his word to go forward and that uh, he will honor you in that. That is my prayer. And I also want to honor him. And I'm going to get it into some intel, I promise you. But um, I really want to honor him. And I have a little bit of scripture. I'm going to read just, you know, a little bit more than I normally would on a Friday but I think it is worthwhile. And I want you to hold these words in your heart while we go through the intel. I am reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and I'm going to start in verse 6 and go to 13. Yet we do speak wisdom among those who are mature. 
a wisdom, however, not of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, listen to this, who are passing away. But we speak God's wisdom in a mystery, the hidden, hidden wisdom which God predestined before the ages to our glory, the wisdom which none of the rulers of this age have understood. For if they had understood it, they would have not have crucified the Lord of glory. But just as it is written, things which I had not seen and ear has not heard, and which have not entered the human heart, all that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us God revealed them through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For among the people knows the thoughts of a person except the spirit of the person that is in him. So also the thoughts of God no one knows except the spirit of God. Now we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, we also speak these things, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. The rulers of this world are passing away, folks. And it is happening before your eyes. Let those who have eyes to see, see, and ears to hear, hear. And it's not what Jeff says to you today. It's what the spirit of truth speaks to your heart. All right, let's get into the border. As I have said before, if all eyes are focused on the border, what should we be looking at? What should you be looking at? I don't know if you hit that button by mistake, but I'm not going to take calls at this point, perhaps at the end. Well, let's just look at what they're telling us to look at, first of all, the border. And let's just use some common logic and deduction. Let's cut through all of the psyops that are in the mainstream media and on the alternative media, which you cannot trust either. It is infiltrated. All of the big voices who get pushed on the alternative media are bought and paid for, folks. So you can't trust them because they are just dividing you so you would be conquered. Now there is a crisis at the border. There is evidence of that. That is not a lie. 
millions and millions and millions of people, and I'm hearing estimates of 15 million, Trump says it might even be more, but 15 million people in three years have come in. And do you remember when those caravans first started and it first started being reported? Do you remember? Well, it was November of 2019. After Trump had supposedly lost the election. But he was still president until January 20th, and the invasion had started. Now, I know he started building a wall, but he was still president. Maybe I forgot, but did he send our military to defend the border while he was president? Did he? No. Well, he's a lame duck president, one might say. <laughs> but some are saying that he's still president. He's commander-in-chief. Follow the executive orders, they say. He's commander-in-chief. White hat's in control. Okay. <laughs> so white hat's left, let 15 million people in. And out of their own words, it's guys from... Venezuelan prisons, <laughs> it's terrorists. They've let them all in, white hats in control. It's a battle for your democracy. They're trying to steal your votes. They're taking your power of your vote away from you. They all say this, all the pundits on the so-called right including your favorite president, Donald J. Trump, who I still encourage you to vote for. <laughs> I just want to be clear. The fact is, folks, all these people are lying to you. And I have come to my personal conclusion, you can think what you want, and there's so much evidence that he is walking around with the football. He has the secret security detail. There's a no-fly zone over Mar-a-Lago. This is all part of their plan to fool you into false hope. False hope that things are going to be okay. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to poo-poo it. <laughs> But the fact is, and if you really look at it, Donald Trump is not the commander-in-chief. And I'm contradicting myself. I have new information, so I'm changing my point of view from a year ago. I'm just telling you out, outright, and I might do it again a year from now. We get, we're only as good as the information we have. But the fact is... The United States has not been a constitutional republic, from my estimation, since 1862. Since 1862, it has not been a constitutional republic.
We knew about the incorporation in the 1870s. And we know if you read the Constitution, you were not supposed to vote for the president. How come Donald Trump never says that out loud? Because the entire thing is scripted. And now you have this protest that is heading down to the border, and they're calling themselves God's Army. Well, that's bold. And what is God's army going to do assembling in a town 30 miles north of the border? What would Jesus do? <laughs> would he be standing 30 miles north of the border holding up Trump signs? Going, Yahoo! Go America! Hell yeah! I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. We know how Jesus is going to come back, but let's just play a game for a moment. And I'm going to get to a game called the Superb Owl in a moment. <laughs> it's very telling, folks. But let's just play a game for a moment, because what would Jesus do? If, the, you know, the, if he was walking the earth right now and it was before his second coming, would he assemble the whole bunch of people with placards and cell phones 30 miles north of the border? Or would he send his disciples to circle and pray over key locations? Because if you really want to do an effective resistance, if you really wanted to do it, and I'm not saying this is what Jesus would do. I'm just saying he would assemble people to pray. But what would so the other WWJD, what would Jeff do? <laughs> it's not heresy. I'm separating myself from Jesus. Make sure you hear that. Well, nothing can change until the media goes down. You got to take out the propaganda brainwashing machine if you want people to start to function normally and to start to see through the cloud of deception over the magic trick that is being pulled on all the peoples of the world, left and right, patriot and communist. So, what would Jeff do? Jeff would organize large assemblies. And we'd gather probably between 4.30 and 5.30 in the morning around every major media outlet in the country. And I'd shut them down. I wouldn't let employees in. And I would help escort employees out peacefully, prayerfully. No, You've been lying to us. You have a license. You're in violation of every ethic, every moral. You've been setting up the American people, and you can just take what happened in the pandemic as an example. And we'd shut down the media, the major media. 
that would be effective. And then perhaps even you take them over, but who knows, they're private corporations that might be unethical and immoral, but at least you could take them over by steering the remaining news coverage, which is people with cell phones that are involved in the protest to put the mass news out. And that would be like an emergency broadcast, wouldn't it? That's what Jeff would do. Now, I'm going to get back to the border in a second, but I cannot help but notice a couple things because they always show you things. And we know the, the Super Bowl, or Superb Owl, <laughs> is always telegraphing things. And this is a major one. But let's just go back four years ago, 2020 Super Bowl. The Chiefs against the 49ers, just like this year. And right after that Super Bowl, right after it, there was a major catastrophe that hit the entire world and people were locked down. There was something major that happened right after it. <clears throat> and they were telegraphing it. Then, two years later, of course, we had the Rams playing, and they won. And what colors did they have? Colors of a certain country in the Middle East that's in, the, in a battle and has been the laundromat for all of your money? Now, this year, we've got the border crisis, and we've got the Super Bowl, the Chiefs against the 49ers. Let me tell you just a little bit about this game. And I, I posted a, uh, a GIF the other day that I thought was really kind of cool. And obviously, Taylor Swift is a big part of this right? And Taylor Swift comes out and says, her lucky number is 13. This is Super Bowl 58, 5 plus 8 equals 13. I'm not really into numbers, but I'm telling you, you cannot get past this. February 11th, February is the second day of the month, plus 11 is 13. And the 49ers, 4 plus 9 equals 13. And what number does the quarterback of the 49ers wear? Number 13. Now that's just trivial, I'm sure. But when you think of the Chiefs, you think of Indians, you think of Natives. So we have the natives of the USA. And who were the 49ers named after? Well, they're named after the people who came from around the world to join the gold rush. 
gold. Abbott, who did nothing to protect the border for the last three years, is now fighting for you. And yet in the midst of this, he's over in India. Why India? Well, they're a friendly nation to us. And they're part of BRICS. What is BRICS? Gold-backed currency. Are people coming in to the country for the gold? Now play along with me for a little bit. Taylor Swift. She's been in all the headlines. She's as big as the Super Bowl is. She's getting as much coverage as the teams. Maybe more. What does her last name have to do with this? And I know my banking professional in the chat will know this. The Swift Banking System. Swift Banking System. You know, the one that handles the transfers of money, of the current debt enslavement system. Huh. So we have the people coming in for the gold rush against the natives and the swift banking system. Oh, who's playing halftime? Well, someone who hasn't been relevant in years. Now, I don't follow pop music, but haven't heard the name in a long time. Usher. What are they going to be ushering in? Huh. Do you, is it just me? Am I, am I conflating things? Or does it seem obvious? Now let's get back to the border. All the red states, so half of the United States, 25 states have vowed to stand with Texas. Russia is saying they will help that... Uh, Texas to get its sovereignty from the United States. You see, folks, no matter which way you slice it, this is all about the destruction of the United States. When the United States falls, if it falls, I don't know, but if it falls, the New World Order comes in. But let's just put this in the best case scenario from what I see. Now, Trump said on September the 26th that he would be back in power in five months. Well, that gives to the end of February. Okay, maybe he just slipped up. Who knows? 
but something is going to happen. There's a lot of media coverage being put on these Houthis in Yemen, and the United States and Britain are bombing them. United States and Britain, you know, the Kabbalist banker cartels, because they're always bank wars. And what's in the news now? These Yemen Houthis, which I know nothing about, are threatening to cut the undersea internet trunk lines. If they cut the internet trunk lines, you see, because for me to even broadcast this, the IP is probably going to India, and then through somewhere else, or through it routes all over the world before it comes into your computer. Why is the internet set up that way? So if they cut the lines somewhere, you know, the Atlantic Ocean, does your banking go down? Does all your automated response things go down because they're all internet-based, IP-based? Your business communications are all IP-based now. Your cell phones are all IP-based. Just one scenario. But let's say that doesn't happen, but something happens to trigger the financial collapse which has got to be imminent, folks. Every possible sign is on the wall about a transition in finances. They have to bring down the old system to bring in a new system. The new system, make no mistake, will be on the blockchain somehow. And why? Because it's safe and secure and it gives you, give you all this freedom and it's unhackable and it's everything of value will be registered on it. So everything that you have as far as assets, everything will be assigned a value and it'll be on the ledger. What did you just give up? Your inventory. <laughs> Everything that you have, you went from a somewhat um, less controlled slave system into a highly controlled slave system. Folks, it's going to happen. It is written. It's going to happen. When? I don't know. But it seems to be imminent. Now, when you look at the political structure, and, you know, I posted uh, someone else's show who did a great job, and they were showing it. You remember all the, the shows, like the movies in the past, where they show the President of the United States as a bumbling idiot? Well, that's who Biden's playing. That's who Kamala Harris is playing. They're all playing these things, and Congress is going along with it. Did you see the headlines from yesterday? It's all over the mainstream. In the Congress, that they 
want to see the 150 illegal migrants who were caught drinking and driving to be deported, and the Democrats would not vote with that. Really? Your Congress? 15 million people have come in, and your Republicans, who are apparently fighting for you, wanted to ship out 150 people who were caught drinking and driving. <laughs> and the Democrats said no, so it won't happen. MAD was sought at after for comment, Mothers Against Drinking and Driving. That woke organization, no comment. <laughs> this is supposed to infuriate you so that you will celebrate when the system collapses. The states are going to be fighting against each other. The federal government is provably not working for you. Americans are going to cheer for the destruction of the United States. The stage has been set. And the only way to accomplish it is for military lockdowns. We need the military on the streets to maintain order. Okay. <laughs> now you're cheering for the destruction of the United States, the federal government to be gone, the financial system to collapse because it's supposed to be a good thing that we're going on to this, you know, the beast system, <laughs> for lack of a better word. And military is going to lock us all down for your safety. Thank God, they ended all the chaos from the migrants. The American people are going to cheer for it. And around the world, the same thing's happening. You're all going to cheer for it. Yay, the Rothschilds are gone. We took their estate. Money to the people. <laughs> ah, Lord, come. Do you see it? Yeah, Angie, I'm going to be watching the the, the halftime show for sure. Um, and thank you for, for the gifts. Let's keep them coming. Let's do another record month. Not about the money for me. It's about the algorithm. And I'm glad to see quite a few people in here on the live show today as well. Uh, listen, folks, tell me what you think in chat. Am I, am I on to something? By the way, if, uh, if you are considering joining that protest tomorrow, I, I love when people get off their butts and go and protest. I'm not against these people. Something inside of me, it's kind of feels like a setup. You know, um, I don't know for sure. Thank you, Momster. Thank you, Sweet Southern Girly. Thank you, Angie. Thank you, Wendy. Um, so, Teresa, thank you. Oh, glad to see you. You're up early before the busyness of your of your day. That is for sure. Um, okay. I'll, in fact, I'll give a I'll give a moment uh, for someone to call in. Oh yes, uh, so news article this morning says Taylor is supposed to be in Tokyo during the Super Bowl. So Tokyo 
is one of the other major financial centers of the world, right? They kind of have their own Wall Street as well. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, and then will she hop on a, a, a private jet and go to the game? You know, it's more mystery, more intrigue. Oh, I wonder what the Swifty will do. <laughs> uh, God bless you, Rusty Pipes. Oh, love that car. Is that a Viper or a Vet? Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, really great to see you. Boy, some of my, my best friends are, are in here today. All right, listen, if you want to call in, if you have a if you have an opinion, I'll get you on, let you state it. Um, I'm just telling you folks that uh, if the destruction and rebuilding of the United States is going to happen, if, if it is going to happen, and <clears throat> I think everyone wants it to happen, quite honestly, because what is there is not working, right? So we want something new. The question I would pose to you is, do you want them to be in charge of it, or do you want the people to be in charge of it? And you better think fast. You better think about it fast because I really do feel that time is being compressed. Well, no call-ins, so I will bid you adieu. For now, thank you for being here, everyone. I'll get the replay up as soon as I could be. Uh, oh, great comment. Let me read it. Uh, time is being compressed. I pray daily for the Father to hide me and my family from the enemy. He shall cover thee with his feathers. Under the wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Psalm 91, verse 4. Beautiful SSG. Thank you kindly. All right. Well, I almost want to play Get Up, Stand Up, but I don't want to encourage you to join the protest that's going on tomorrow. Although I love people getting up and doing things, so I, 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 I send my prayers to be with In fact, let's all pray with those people. Heavenly Father, I just pray... For all those involved, Lord, that it is not a trap, Lord, that it is a good thing. And Lord, even if there are plans to turn it from evil, we ask you that you make it good because you are capable of doing it. And Lord, perhaps we ask for just a little bit more time to consider our ways to break out from the spell of deception of the evil one, to discover your truth, to spread your gospel so that your spirit can minister to each of our selves, Lord, because you are the spirit of truth. Let us know the ruler's plans. Let us defeat the ruler's plans. And Lord, not that we can prepare a kingdom here on our own, but Lord, to give us more time to get people into your truth and into your kingdom and glorify your name, Lord, because hell was not made 
for people. So Heavenly Father, we pray that you give us a little bit more time. We anticipate your coming, Lord. We are excited for your coming. Make no mistake, we want your coming, Lord, but we have not done a good enough job on this earth. Let us, Lord, let us go and do your will. I beg of you just a little bit more time. In Jesus' name, have mercy upon us all. God bless each and every one of you. And uh, yeah, I'm going to play this song instead going out because I love it. It's probably the most played song on the podcast so far because it is that good. Hey, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and not even just your community. Let's make a difference in this world by the power of Jesus Christ.